Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight is ADHD and the cell phone junkie. This is a really big show. This is a uh, follow-up to a, sh- a series of shows that we did with Dr. Clifford Sussman four years ago uh, in 2018 around ADHD as screen addiction. Uh, for those that are interested, you can access those shows by clicking on the link in the description of the show. Uh, we're going to get to the content in a moment. Before we do, we'd like to thank children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, just listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times. Write it down. Listen to another show um, and write down the secret word of that show and then just email me just the two words. That's all you need to do. Email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When we get it, we'll forward it to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine, and they'll send you a PDF copy of the next edition when it's in print. We have a little tip that we're going to share with you that Chad made, and we'll get into the show. When you have ADHD, putting in an eight-hour workday while maintaining maximum concentration can be a challenge. Here are some strategies to help. Make your physical environment less distracting. Use your laptop, smartphone, or alarm to track appointments and deadlines. Break up long tasks into shorter ones. Take breaks and walk around. Before you leave work, Take five minutes to organize your work area for the next day. To learn more about workplace issues, visit chad.org. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying Uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Jan, can you introduce our guest? Jeff, our guest today is Dr. Clifford Sussman. Dr. Sussman is a child and adolescent psychiatrist and psychotherapist who has been a pioneer in recognizing and treating internet gaming disorders since 2008. That was long before it became recognized by the World Health Organization as an official diagnosis. As an expert consultant, Dr. Sussman helped develop the first digital use disorder track at Karen Renaissance Treatment Center. He is a frequent educator and presenter on this topic and also trains other clinicians. As a programmer, software developer, and gamer himself, he is dedicated to helping people achieve healthier, more balanced relationships with digital technology. He is certified by the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology and attended medical school at SUNY Upstate Medical University, where he received the Academic Achievement Award in Psychiatry. You can learn more about Dr. Sussman at CliffordSussmanMD.com. Jeff, we're happy to have Dr. Sussman with us today. Dr. Sussman, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's, it's, it's great, great to, to be have talking you back to you again. 
Absolutely. So our title tonight is ADHD and uh, Smartphone Junkie. And the kind of the genesis of this show goes back uh, to 2018, over four years ago, when Dr. Sussman and I did a three-part series on ADHD and screen addiction. Um, the links to those shows are actually in the description of the show. And the first show was really we talked about dopamine and its role in ADHD um, and, um, and, and, and digital stuff. Then the second uh, show we did, we talked about um, how a lot of games and social media are designed to be addictive. Specifically, we talked about Candy Crush in that show. And we went through the, very, the, the specific things that they do in that game that are kind of addictive. And then the third one was a little bit about treatment. Since that time, there's been a documentary that was released on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. And I'm encouraging all my clients to go watch it because it's an exceptional, exceptionally well-done documentary that talks about how uh, it's willfully you actually have the people that are building the, 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 the social media and the video games to be addictive, to get your attention. And they've actually talked about how you know, they're, they're taking advantage of it. And I, I like people to kind of check that out. I also wanted to do a follow-up to this stuff because when Dr. Clifford – Sussman and I did those interviews. We talked about how this was going to be a problem in the future. And when the pandemic hit, I, as I described to everybody, is everybody was sent home to think inside their head, particularly with ADHD, which is a challenge. And everybody, when thinking is difficult, they escape to smartphones. And I have never dealt ever, like in the 12 years before the pandemic, I had had one or two issues with people that really needed the to go to, to detox because they're addictive behavior. It was coming out of the woodwork during the pandemic and smartphones were a big one. And Dr. Sussman, from your perspective, yeah. you've had an increase in your practice as a result of the pandemic as well. Is that a fair assessment? Oh yeah. Well, the, the right. The demand for, for um, all mental health services has, has gone yep. way up um, in my experience and in particular for help with, excessive screen use so so the the, the smartphone it's, it's it's here to stay it's a big issue but people with adhd who struggle more with self-regulation to me are prey i mean they're more susceptible to have issues yeah. with regard to the smartphone is that you want to speak to that for a second yeah yeah that's correct i mean the people with um <clears throat> i mean the people with adhd uh have um, problems with their prefrontal cortex biologically. You know that's mm-hmm. that's kind of what what ADHD is. Uh, you know it's it's usually a genetic problem with the way you um, uh, uh, with the way your 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 the breaks of your brain work, if you will. Mm-hmm. The, the prefrontal cortex is. If you think of the brain as um, if you think of the uh, dopamine system as like the driver of your brain, the part of the brain that gets you to go after what you want um, mm-hmm. when you want it, and you see the, uh, you know, so it's it's the part of the brain that really concerns itself with immediate needs and gait and immediate gratification, and you see the prefrontal cortex as the part of the brain that is sort of really unique in humans and that it gives humans breaks. It, it allows mm-hmm. us to sort of uh, stop what we're doing to stop that video game we're playing and say, Hey, we have a exam tomorrow we need to study for. Um, well, that part is, you know, in general, that part is, is weaker and undeveloped in teenagers and, uh, and in kids and in, and kids and teenagers with ADHD. Um, it's, it's, it's even worse. 
Um, and yeah. even in adults with ADHD, you know, you, you have yep. um, problems with that, with the, the function of the brakes of your brain. So w- one of the ways I like to simplify it when I'm working with clients is dopamine is the reward neurotransmitter. And we, right. we talked about this and we did a whole show on it. And think, yeah. I like to think of – I did an interview with Dr. Um, uh, Kenneth Bloom years ago, and I asked him, are we addicted to mm-hmm. – to drugs and stuff, we're addicted to dopamine. He said, actually, you're right. We're addicted to dopamine. Everything that we're addicted actually That's increases right. the release of it. So in simple terms, it's, it's dopamine. And I like to say dopamine is a really important neurotransmitter in evolution because it's the reason we procreate. It's the reason we forage for food. It's the reason we come in yeah. from the cold or we go inside from the heat or we have the urge to pee. It's all yeah. about pleasurable stuff, and we're drawn to that to escape pain. It's a survival mechanism, but it's part of that automatic brain. And people with ADHD have a more difficult time overriding that automatic brain, which kind of forwards into years ago, um, there was, you know, there's a big lawsuit kind of going on because tobacco companies found that if they could Mm -hmm. advertise cigarettes to teens and they could get somebody smoking, they actually had a client for life because it was a very addictive behavior. And in, 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 yep. in, in the same way, I'm almost kind of saying is like, if you think about social media and video games and the smartphone, they're all designed. It's the same business model. There is an incentive yeah. for uh, social media and, and the video game people and everybody, Reddit, to actually get people addicted because they've got a customer for life and you're, you're doing more of that stuff. So, Biologically, people yeah. with ADHD are, are a little bit more sus- t- t- drawn to this. And one of the issues that yeah. I really want to draw out with the show is at some particular level, like there's an old saying, the shovel doesn't do the work. I can coach people mm-hmm. to make things a lot easier, but there's at, at some point in time, there's this awareness that you've actually got to make a conscious choice. And this is the epicenter, and, and I'm finding right. more and more people with a smartphone problem, and they're coming to me. I'm like, I've surrendered yeah. myself to this. This is a real problem and, and, and a challenge, right? Yeah. That's right. I mean, the, the smartphone was designed to be addicted to, addictive to everyone. And, you know, you're right. The, the dopamine neurotrans, uh, the dopamine system in the brain is really designed to help us get what we want when we want it. It is, a, it is sort of a survival mechanism, um, which is, is really, unnecessary for a world in which we have, you know, sometimes we have way too much of what we need when we want mm-hmm. it. And, mm-hmm. um, and so, so it can sometimes be disadvantageous in today's world. Um, you know, an animal doesn't say, um, you know, well, I can't eat that now I'm on a diet or it's not dinner time yet. Um, but, but human beings need to be able to say that. Um, mm-hmm. And so we we need to be able to to delay our gratification. And um, when you have a cell phone in your pocket at all times, um, and it can give you what you want when you want it, which is really the key um, yep. at all times. Um, that's very hard for anyone to resist. But when you have that's... ADHD, you you know it's 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 even harder because you're, 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 you're chronically bored. You're seeking stimulation continually. And, you know, you, you, the more simulation you seek, the more you, the more you, you, you know, you spend time on your smartphone, let's say, and then the more time you spend, the more desensitized 
to this stimulation you get, and then you get even more bored, so it becomes a vicious cycle. Absolutely. I, I tell you what, I want to I pause and go to a break. When we come back, I want to talk about a little bit of motivation and observation because I think when I'm working with people in this space, we've got to be careful about the difference between what a person does and what their perceptions of it are. Before we go to break, everybody, our secret word tonight is junkie. Uh, again, that's J-U-N-K-I-E. And I met Dr. Sussman, oh, my God, well over 10 years ago, and he was focused a lot on yeah. anything. He shifted really over to more digital addiction type stuff, so he's a great resource. So you've got to check out his website, Clifford, S-U-S-S-M-A-N-M-D.com. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by gigcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Dr. Clifford Sussman. Uh, this is kind of a follow-up show to a series of shows that we did in 2018 about uh, ADHD and screen addiction. Uh, back then, we kind of predicted that uh, things were going to get kind of worse, and I, I kind of feel like they have. Before the break, we were talking yeah. about like dopamine as a the reward neurotransmitter and an important part of human evolution and a driver because a lot of smartphones and gadgets are designed to, to get you kind of addicted. I want to switch around and share kind of when I'm working with people as a coach, some things that I do, because a lot I'm, – I'm finding myself more and more trying to get people to seek out, like people with Dr. Clifton who are addiction specialists. So one of the things, Dr. Sussman, I find is people make a lot of emotional observations, and I try to like yeah. – uh, let's make it unbiased. So people will call me yeah. up and say, I'm not motivated and first of all, I yeah. learned from Dr. Roberto Olivaria that everything you've ever done in your life, you did it because you were motivated at the time you do it. And everything you haven't done, you didn't do it because you were motivated to do something else. So as I tell people, yeah, is if you're right. on the phone five hours a day, you're on it because you're motivated to do it. Or I've had people call me up, no, my, my spouse, he's unmotivated, he just sits on the couch. Well, no, he is motivated. He's motivated to sit on the couch. If you're sitting there, that's, that's exactly clear, right. you have to say he's motivated to, to sit on the couch. If not – you're shaming and blaming it, and you can't treat ADHD if you're shaming and blaming. And so one of the things that I do is, is people say, well, I'm not motivated. Well, what are you doing during the day? And they're on their phone. I, well, you are motivated. If you look at the evidence, it's clear. How can I coach yeah. you to do something when you're really motivated to be on the phone? And the idea is to try to get them to notice that. Thoughts on that? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's a good observation, one of the techniques I use a lot in psychotherapy is called motivational interviewing, which was designed uh -huh. to help people with addictions. And one of the basic premises of, of this type of therapy is the, the basic assumption is that everybody has ambivalence, meaning that they're torn. Um, 
there's it's not that they don't care they you know they don't have indifference about what they're doing they just want to be doing more than one thing at a time so for example everyone with addiction let's say or more specifically someone with a smartphone addiction they they have a part of them that wants to um they no no matter how addicted to their smartphone there's got to be a part of them somewhere even if it's deep inside that wants to change that wants to um, improve their life, that wants to, you know, by definition, addiction means that you're having problems in your life caused by using the smartphone mm-hmm. excessively. So, by, so there's got to be a part of them that wants to resolve those problems, uh, but there's perhaps a much bigger part of them that, going back to what we were saying about dopamine before, wants what they want when they want it and wants to be on that smartphone right now. And you know, all of these uh, negative consequences that are in their life are are delayed. You know, they Mm -hmm. they don't have to suffer those consequences right away. Um, And so they'll take the pleasure now and and, in exchange for the pain later, you know. And and, um, so if you see that as ambivalence, you can help patients explore that ambivalence and you can try to kind of grow one side like a seed and, 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 you know, try to, to weed out the other side and, mm-hmm. you know, help them restore more of a balance and maybe even help them to, you know, follow the right motivational path. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because in everybody, a lot of times you'll hear things put different ways. We're kind of at the end of the day trying to get back to the same thing. And so, you know, Dr. Sussman, yeah. one of the things that I do is I talk about the executive functions as Dr. Barkley defines it, and one of them is emotional regulation. And I talk about yeah. an emotion is like a reflexive response. If you're threatened with your life, if you feel, and a feeling is a physical manifestation of emotion, is that you go to fight, fight, or freeze. And when yeah. you are in that state, it's an automatic. You, you're not even actually thinking. And I've done a lot of yeah, presentations yeah. that self-awareness is really – there's a huge correlation between self-awareness and success in life. However, to be self-aware, you've got to confront yourself. You've got to confront That's yourself. Right. That feels threatening, so people have a resistance. They tend to fight back. Mm-hmm. Other people can come in their mm-hmm. lives trying to help them, but it feels like criticism, so they fight back. And so one of the things that I yeah. describe, one of the obstacles to self-awareness is emotional self-regulation because you've got to confront yourself and sometimes saying, I can't control myself with the phone. And there's people that I've coached who don't want to admit that they resist it, even though That's it's a right. problem. Right. Yesterday, I was coaching somebody. We've been working for six months. They've come to me, and the phone keeps coming around. And they'll like, yeah. I'm going to pick it. I'm in the car. I'm going to put it over here and over here. And they don't have the self-awareness. Like we have never found a structure that's working for more than a couple of days. And finally, I said, well, what is it that you don't want it? What is it that you really need to do that you don't really want to do or that you're not ready to admit? And the person was dancing all over the place. I said, I tell you what, let me know when you're ready to have a conversation about it because there's a resistance at that point in time. As a coach, I'm mirroring yeah. to them kind of what's happening for them to gain the awareness. And I've actually had people before, one in particular, I remember yeah. somebody admitted that they, were, they had a problem. They needed to go see you, Dr. Sussman. However, I could tell like you, they weren't ready for it. And I was hanging out really just to be yeah. there to support them, talking themselves into it because they knew they needed to go see you, but they still liked yeah. it. So that awareness is really yeah. one of the things that I want to draw the show. At some level, 
a tip, trick, or strategy is not going to do this. It comes down to self-awareness and choice and sometimes making some difficult decisions. Now, that's my perspective. Would anything yeah. to add to that, or am I, am I missing something? Well, I think, I think you're spot on, and I, I like the way you separate, you know, the way people um, react emotionally or the way mm-hmm. people um, are driven emotionally um, instead of, you know, rationally. And it it it, it 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 illustrates that cell phones um, can are not just a source of of um, instant gratification and dopamine. They're also a means of escape uh, from you know emotions we don't like to deal with, or or from uh, situations that are making us uncomfortable. In a, in a way, um, you know, when when people were um, uh, isolated at home during the pandemic lockdowns, um, you know, they were already kind of in a cave and, and, yes. and, and they were already sort of finding their sort of comfort zone. And in their digital devices, they found even more of a cave, if you will, more of a, a safe comfort area. And yes. it's very hard to leave that um, comfort space to, to deal with the things in life that you may not want to deal with. Um, Absolutely. Uh, so it's an escape. It is. I tell you what, I want to go to break because I want to come back because I, I want to highlight part of that escape that there's an executive function component in there that I see in my people. So let's go to break. We'll come back so we can dwell on that. Mm. Everybody, you have to go check out Dr. Sussman's website, particularly if you're listening to this show because you're drawn to it. He's really a thought leader in this area. His website is Clifford Sussman, S-U-S-S-M-A-N-M-D.com. Our secret word tonight is junkie, and with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? <laughs> Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now... Back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Dr. Sussman talking about ADHD smartphones and dopamine to create some awareness for people to kind of reclaim and manage their lives. Um, Dr. Sussman, one of the things that I have learned in the last couple of years in spades after studying Dr. Barclay's model is that working memory is impaired for people with ADHD. And when you start thinking right. about thinking inside of your head towards a goal is impaired, so it's more difficult for people to think inside of their head than outside. And we actually have research now. Uh, we did an interview with Dr. Um, Eastwood um, uh, about a year ago about a research that he had done uh, with regard to that. 
but it's becoming more and more clear that thinking inside your head is a little bit more difficult. And so often there's an emotional reaction when thinking is difficult to escape. And I illustrate this a lot when I'm trying to help people understand executive functioning. One of the things I like to do is I call them attention exercises because um, cognition and, 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 and executive function is invisible. We, we can't see them with our senses, but if I can put you in an experience, I can maybe simulate it. So often what I'll do is I'll, I'll have somebody, I'll say, you know, remember exponents? And they go, yeah. I said, well, can you calculate three to the power of five for me? And they go, oh, God, oh, I'm no good at math. And then they go, uh, let's see, three times three is nine times three is 27, and, and they get lost. And the, point, the reason I do mm-hmm. that is that to calculate three times three times three five times is you have to do the calculation, but people lose track of the number of times that they use that multiply times three. And they get difficulty. I say, if you can see in your mind, that is using your working memory to think inside of your head towards a goal. If you have ADHD, yeah. it's impaired. It's more difficult. But that's not what I want you to pay attention to totally. What I want you to notice is the emotional reaction that you had before you tried it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, the frustration. I've actually had people who wouldn't even try it. And the point that I'm trying to make is they're having an emotional reaction to escape Mm -hmm. difficult thinking. And so a lot of people, when the pandemic hit, they were sent home to think inside of their head. I got phone calls. I have a productivity problem. I have a, a, a motivation problem. No, you don't. You have a thinking problem. But what was happening is everybody was escaping. And one of the things that I talk about people is like when you're sitting down, you're doing something, and all of a sudden you're distracted. I say, go back to what you were doing. I got got dimes to donuts. says in the moment that you left what you were doing, either something was ambiguous or you were having a working memory problem. You were escaping the difficult thinking. And if you want to resolve this issue, you have to understand what was ambiguous. So I go back to what your comment was. Or you may be anticipating it. You know, yes. anticipating what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to me, a lot – one of the root causes of this is when thinking is difficult, emotionally, people just want to escape, and they're going to their phone because it's right there. It's convenient. So it's not right. enough just to say, I'm not going to get on the phone, right, because right? it's still yeah. hard. You have, mm-hmm. to, you have to address the other side. But there's this compounding effect because our society is getting more and more DIY. you got to go figure it all out on your own, which is more yeah. challenging, no. which is driving these people with more addictive behavior in this direction. Mm-hmm. And so now we have this huge problem. And again, the, the world is kind of against you. The only way out of this is the self-awareness for you to go, oh, my God, i got to do something about this. So this is complex, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I mean, we, we it, it's made even more complex by the fact that digital media is so great and so useful. And um, there are times when it's so wonderful to have a device that will tell us what we need to know without having to think or that will guide us yep. through what we need to do. Like, it'll, you know, we can look up a video on YouTube that will tell us yep. exactly how to do something we've never done before. Um, yes. It'll save us many steps. It'll it'll be a shortcut for so many things in life. Um you know, and, and uh, uh, w- w- you know, because of that, um, we develop sort of a functional dependence on our phone, a, a functional attachment to it. Um, yes. For many people, it's, it, 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 I mean, I have kids who, 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 whose digital devices are like their transitional objects. You know, it's, it's like yes. a parent substitute in many ways. And, and so you, you can develop so much love for this device and so much attachment to it. Um, and then uh you know you 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 there's a part of you that um 
might refuse to see it as something that's causing you so much harm. Yes. So I want to, for me, I'm trying to create the awareness of people that they might have. If you're on your phone, you know, six and seven hours a day, that's an issue. I work with them over a period of time, like, what are you going to do? Don't bring the cell phone in your bedroom, which is interesting. Well, I use it for my alarm clock. I'm like, you know, they still, you can go to the store and yeah. still buy an alarm clock, right? It's amazing all the right. things they come up with. Well, I need it for this and I need that. So number yeah, one, really don't bring it in. <laughs> yeah, don't bring it in the bedroom because often I find people, they roll over to their smartphone and they're done for the day. So let's not do that. Yep. Or maybe stick in the, let's turn it off. If you're, or some people are putting app blockers on stuff. And the idea is if you're yeah. doing that and you keep overriding that, that's willpower. You're yeah. by choice saying you're not going to do that. So I'll like mirror that with people for a period of time and encourage like, hey, it sounds like you need to go see a Dr. Sussman. For the people that come see you, <laughs> some are successful and some aren't. My sense is some yeah. of them are just kind of there, but other people kind of buy into it. Can you just tell about the experience that you have for the people that actually can, can do something about this and the ones that still struggle? Yeah, well, look, I mean, my, my job can be very rewarding at times because, you know, people who follow the steps uh, that I give them often do much, much better. Um, and so whether it be uh, parents um, coming up with better interventions for their children or um, whether it be teenagers and young adults coming up with, you know, following uh, sort of guidelines and steps that will put them through and trying to change the cues in their environment, um, you know, uh, uh, I, I'll usually take them through, through phases of treatment, um, which may start out with kind of a dopamine detox. And mm-hmm. then eventually I'll, I'll, I'll show them ways to enjoy their technology and, um, with more balance and you mm-hmm. know, in a safe way um, and a less destructive way. Um, and to do that more and more um, independently and autonomously and, um, mm-hmm. you know, until they're really self-regulating. And, uh, you know, it's wonderful for me to take that journey with, with my patients who can take it um, yep. for for a lot of patients who, you know, uh, come in too ambivalent um, to take that journey, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just try to help them explore that struggle and, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, until they're ready. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that um, it's, it's, you know, you and I were talking about this before the show. I, I, I think that sometimes um, there's almost um, – uh, uh, you know, I can pat myself on the back too much because somebody who's following my directions is doing well. Um, but really they're the ones who, who should be getting the credit for, for taking those steps. And uh, we know that, that patients who, you know, can take those steps do better, but, you know, of course, patients who can't take those steps, it's, it's um, you know, that, that's, that's part of the problem to begin with, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so, um, you know, they just may be more ambivalent. Um, I, I, ne- I try to never give up hope on the patients who, 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 who are not, who are resistant to treatment. I just see them as more ambivalent, uh-huh. um, you know, and uh, maybe, maybe it's just a matter of time before they hit bottom and, um, you know, come to a place where they really, uh, you know, feel like um, something has to change. Um, maybe, you know, it's because there's other factors in their life that are, um, you know, making it so that they're they're more motivated not to change. 
at yep. the moment, yep. you know, yep. and, and, and that can all change over time. Um, so, you know, but I also try to assess how, how confident people are that they can change um, as well as how important it is for them to change. Yep. Because for some people, they really are in a state of distress. They just, they just don't know what to do about it. Absolutely. One of the things that I do kind of as an overarching thing is do the best I can. I focus in on executive functioning and ADHD as an impairment. And I talk a lot yeah. about, you know, dopamine is the reward neurotransmitter. So anything like pleasure, interest, motivation, it's all your dopamine blueprint and that you're predisposed yeah. to these challenges. And it's like this itch that you can't scratch. And the reason I do this is to say, listen, it's harder for you to do this than other people for biological reasons. And the reason I do that is to remove the emotions. You can't treat yourself through blame yeah. and shame. And the people that are coming in, That's I feel right. shameful that I'm doing this. I'm not so sure that, but if you sit there and say, this is much more difficult for you, ADHD is almost hereditary as height. The correlation between ADHD and addictive yeah. behavior is, is huge. So you're predisposed to this. And as I say, this is just really, 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 really difficult stuff to say that it's really, really hard. Again, the idea is to take the emotions out so that people can have the courage to stand up and say, okay, I need to do this. This is really going to be hard and get the support that they need and call somebody like you because to go through this thing is not a pleasant experience. ADHD brain does not like to be uncomfortable, and there's a few moments where you've got that urge. But the thing is, is that if you make the decision that you can do it and you set it up, and you reach out for a Dr. Sussman like that, you can do that. And I, I know on my side too, one of the things that we do is, okay, yeah. if you're going to do this – if you're going to take the phone away, what are you going to do that's going to give you pleasure to substitute? It's not just one, I'm going to take this away, take a detox, but what are we going to do to occupy your mind in that period of time? Because I learned from a lot of people that I coached that are going through a 12-step program, you're most vulnerable when you're hungry, angry, lonely, yeah. tired, bored, and stressed. So there's got to be a strategy to kind of manage that. So anyway, again, not to get on soapbox, yeah. but I think the key is to take emotions out. This is a condition. You're predisposed to this. There's a lot of help. But at the end of the yeah. day, it really comes down to you've got to make the decision. And if you do, Dr. Sussman, you've got a lot of resources that are very helpful and have a good track record for those that can sure. find their way. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Jeff, I, I want to be a little more specific about some of the things you're, you're describing where, where you're talking about people who, who you know, just – uh, take an emotional approach. So I, I think that what, what really frustrates us um, as, as uh, treatment providers, uh, coaches, et cetera, um, is, is, is um, you know, seeing patients who uh, feel like uh, there's something wrong with them if they can't uh, control their willpower and that it should just be a simple matter of, of being able to will themselves to do the right thing. And if they can't do the right thing, that's because they're bad in some way or they're being naughty or they're just giving in to their desires. And if they mm -hmm. just were stronger and could resist better, they'd be better. And, and it's like they're not really taking into account the fact that, you know, the cues in their environment have a major role and that if anyone were to rely entirely on their willpower, they would probably fail. You know, that, yes. that you can't just rely on emotions to change a problem or rely on, you know, emotional will to change. Um, there's a lot of actual concrete steps that have to happen, including, um, you know, changing the cues in your environment and, you know, having planning things ahead of time so that you're setting yourself up to be more successful rather than setting yourself up for failure. 
I'm I'm glad you said what you said. There's a, a something I heard a long time ago is, is I've always said if you hold a bottle of water with your hand with your arm parallel to the ground, yeah, the weight of the bottle doesn't change it, but the impact yeah. of it over time mm-hmm. does. You get to the point in time where that's all you're all consuming. Willpower is a finite resource. You can use it, but the weight of that over a long period of time is not there. And going back to you're not, it's not a but moral also issue. It waxes and wanes. I yes. mean, it can vary day to day. You can have a good willpower day and a bad willpower day. Why would you want to rely on something that's so unreliable? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I need to pull this together. Um, any last thoughts or comments before we call, bring it to a close? Well, you were mentioning that uh, my website to people, Clifford.com, if they click on the information section of my website, they're going to get a lot of resources, including free videos, articles, um, uh, frequently asked questions answered, uh, you know, valuable resources for helping individuals and families, um, all free of charge, uh, which I think will will help um, go go a lot more in depth into some of the things you and I have just gotten to the tip of the iceberg on. I, I, I've seen some of his, everybody, he's got some really good, really good information. And part, if you're listening to the show, sometimes it's go watch that stuff and educate yourself because the awareness of what's going on can actually help you with the self-awareness. So with all that, today's show, really, I wanted to, to illustrate to this people, if you've got a, a cell phone, it's designed to be addictive, you have ADHD, you're predisposed with some difficulties, there's no easy way of dealing with this other than self-awareness and to be able to manage it. There's a lot of resources that are out there. And if you're on your phone and you can't put it away on a regular basis to sit there and say, I, you can just overcome, you might sit there and say, I can't do this, I need some help, and go seek that. Um, with that, Dr. Sussman, thank you so much for coming on the show. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Everybody, again, his website is uh, cliffordsutsmanmd.com. Our secret word tonight is junkie. Hope you've enjoyed this. Catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.